Well, we're still with it. We got a little ways to go yet, ladies. We're working in that Proverbs 31 passage. Ah, some of you men, you're you're wondering, you're really enjoying this. Some of you fellows who get a chance to listen in in this early hour, and uh, uh, that's okay. We're glad to have you in there too. You just tell your wives about it. Make sure they listen. And there's a good bit left here to this 31 uh, Proverbs 31 chapter yet, and we'll be at it until we finish. But I want to tell you men, we all have a lot of things to say to you from time to time too. All right. Now, uh, we read in verse 19, she puts her hands to the distaff. She manipulates the spindle. Now, uh, we've been talking about this gal, and we're calling her the well-balanced or well-rounded wife. And uh, this well-rounded wife, this well-rounded woman, uh, is one who has many uh, aspects to her personality that have been given to her by God, gifts, that she has not let, uh, not neglected, but she has discovered and she's developed and she's found ways of using them. And this has made her a, a happy and a fulfilled person. And she has used them in conjunction with her family and her husband's welfare. She has particularly oriented the use of these gifts toward her home. And uh, that's what we've been looking at, how she uh, has done so many interesting things that we've, we've uh, looked at in these past verses. But now notice, she puts her hands to the distaff and manipulates a spindle. I don't understand that, ladies. I haven't had time to really sit down and figure out this whole process, and maybe some of you don't understand it either. You have to go to some of those old uh, uh, places where they have, have the old crafts and so on and see how they spun their, their uh, wool and all that kind of thing, their thread. And, but this is the kind of stuff she's doing, evidently. And uh, <clears throat> the distaff and the spindle have to do with these old spinning wheels and things. And uh, they have to do with uh, old sewing and uh, methods and that kind of thing. And uh, she evidently uh, uh, was able to, to do all these things well, and she got to it. And she would get her materials and her products produced. Now, we noticed that she had one job. Whatever it was, we don't know. Maybe this was the job that, that netted it. But there was one job we read about back in verse 16 that produced enough money for her, the fruit of her hands. We read about there again in verse 16, her hands. With the fruit of her hands, that is with the pay that she got from the work that she did, that her hands did, she was able to plant a vineyard. Now, uh, uh, she had some kind of a job going, as we saw. Now, here's another job, or perhaps the same job, by which she made some of that money. We're going to see about even other jobs. She sees that her merchandise is profitable, verse uh, 18, you see, she has worked hard, and uh, she earns a profit, and her lamp does not go out at night, and she puts her hands to the distaff and manipulates a spindle. So uh, in the evening, she's, she's making a little extra money here by uh, uh, continuing to, to produce uh, garments or whatever it is that she's producing uh, through these, these methods. And uh, one of the most wonderful things of all is found in verse 20, I like this verse better than any verse in the whole section because it follows right on hard to verse 19. Now notice, she puts her hands to the distaff. She uh, puts her hands to the spindle. And then she opens her palm of her hand, verse 20, to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. You, you see what it's saying? That, that There's a beautiful parallel, a beautiful couplet here in verse 19 and verse 20 in which it says, because... Get, get this picture now. Because she works hard with her hands at the spindle and the distaff and uh, whatever else she's doing, 
and she earns money and her merchandise is profitable, whatever it is she was merchandising out of this, and her merchandise is profitable because she works hard with her hands and makes a good bit of money, that she has extra money over that she can give to the poor with those same hands that reach to the spindle. Now those same hands can take the money that those hands earn and reach out to the poor and reach out to the needy. It's a beautiful picture. The same hands, perhaps with some calluses, perhaps with some scars or some cuts or some bruises, the same hands that produce the money can give some of that money to those who are in need. She is so industrious, she works so hard that she has more than her family needs, more that she brings in that she, than, than she needs to give uh, to her own uh, children or to, to the welfare of her own family. And she is able to give to those others who are in need. So we see another side of this woman, don't we? Not just the side of punctuality and scheduling, uh, the willingness in her life to do work, uh, the willingness to do hard work, uh, the willingness to, uh, to go out and to take a job on and to earn money. But here we see an iliomocenary side to the woman where she's not just a narrow kind of person who can think of nothing but herself and her loved ones in her home. Now, uh, don't misunderstand me here. She ought to put her husband first, her children second, and others somewhere else. But she doesn't forget others. She is concerned about the poor, and she is concerned about the needy, and she's willing to work and earn money that she can give to those who are in trouble. And you see, her industry then is, is shared. It's shared not just with her family, but it's shared with others who have no claims upon what she does, but she does it out of pure mercy and pure grace for them, as the Lord did for her in sending a Savior to die for her sins. And so here is this, this wonderful gal, a gal who is working her head off from day, uh, from morning until night, who then can have the joy of giving. You know, this certainly brought joy, and this is one of the reasons why she could work willingly and work with a smile on her face and tackle tough jobs with a hum in her, uh, on her lips and uh, a song on her tongue. Now, this is one of the reasons why, because, you know, it says in the Bible, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Sure, if you work hard and get a nice fat paycheck, that's, that's blessed. That's, that makes you happy. But it's, it makes you even happier to be able to take some of that paycheck and to give it to others who have need and to give, not just to receive, but to give to somebody who's in trouble. Can't you? Doesn't it make you happy to make others happy? Doesn't it really make you happy to see somebody else thrilled who can, can, can buy some food for his or her child that, that otherwise uh, that child wouldn't have, some poor person, some needy person? I wonder about some of you women. When's the last time you ever did anything, either to earn money that you could give away to another person who was in need, or to perhaps go do something for that person who was in need? Maybe it didn't involve money, but it involved your effort. I wonder when's the last time you did anything. I wonder when's the last time you even prayed for somebody who was in need. You know, it's so easy so very easy to forget those who are in need. In our day of affluence, it's so easy just to go on ignoring those who are in the poorer places of life, many of whom, of course, brought themselves there, but a number of whom could not help it. Those who really have need need you. They need food. They need clothing. They need shelter. There aren't many needs in life, according to the scriptures, 
We read in 1 Timothy 6, if we have food and raiment therewith, we should learn to be content. But there are people who aren't even content with that because they don't have food. They don't have raiment. You know what the prices are like down at the food store. You know what it's like to go bear, buy a pair of shoes today? Uh, not only do they cost so much more, but look how thin the soles are when you get them. You used to get a pair of soles that lasted a while. Now they don't last at all. Well, think about poor people, people who don't get raises, people who don't have it to begin with. They've got to pay those same prices, or they go out and buy junk that doesn't last very long because they haven't got the money. What have you done? Lord, we pray that you'll speak to women today who know Christ, that they may share with others not only the gospel, but the good things that Christ has provided for them. For Christ's sake, amen.